0: RHD 1079 Live, James here with you. Hope you're having a fantastic evening. Tonight, we are going to be featuring a stack of our podcasts that we've been making a lot of at the moment. So HD Radio has also been producing uh, separate, like, uh, yeah, the separate podcast under the name the School Life Podcast series. Uh, we've got our own separate channel on like uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, all that kind of stuff that you can have a listen. But what we're going to do tonight is in between all the music, we're actually going to play you some um, highlights of the ones that we've been working on at the moment. So we've been working on four that have come out uh, only recently. So we're going to play you a bit of each, just a bit of a taster. This is one that you're going to hear about first. This is uh, from uh, the Nazareth uh, Catholic College, the first episode of the ones that we've been working on for them. So here it is, the first five minutes or so of that podcast. Hope you like it. The end-of-year Schoolies Festival is an event that, for many Year 12 students, marks the end of their time at high school. However, at Nazareth College, a lot of students find themselves torn between the idea of this massive party and something else. Something very different. 80 kilometres off the coast of Darwin is the Indigenous community of Bathurst Island. For many years now, Year 12 students from Nazareth travel there at the end of November to be involved in a number of community projects with students from a local Catholic school there, Xavier College. So after the group of Year 12s and staff return from their trip, they find it quite hard, it seems, to stop talking about what an amazing experience it is. So when those students who are a year behind them become the new group of Year 12s and gather for their first retreat together in early March, part of the mass is dedicated to testimonies from students about the experience. And for the first time, these new Year 12s are asked to put their hand up to indicate if they would like to be a part of the next Bathurst Island group. So on an unseasonably hot Friday morning in March this year, I went down to Henley Beach Parish to see it all happen. Steph Reid, who was also one of the students that went last year, was also singing as part of the mass on that day. So she was there early setting up and I arrived early too. So took the opportunity to chat to her first. We had set an interview up and it was Clearly, something that she hadn't been able to stop thinking about in the lead up to the day. You're apparently. Am I I interviewing you a bit later? It's all that because of the. It's whatever is in your head is the stuff that we want to talk about. So, is that all right? Yeah. You went on this trip. I
1: did.
0: You went on this trip. It's something that the school does. It's something that the school does every year, and it's a huge part of of the work that you guys do. When, When you got involved in it, what made you want to do that?
2: Um, I think just I oh, like I heard about it through other people I had a friend who went mm. she told me about it and she just said like it was a good experience and that I should like give it a go and then I was like yeah like I was always kind of interested in it and like the we do like a team trip yeah So.
0: so what was it about it that the idea of it that appealed to you it's
2: kind of just experience just seeing like different their lifestyle compared to ours mm. to be more it like made you a lot more grateful what we have, and just how they're, like, so happy with the simple things.
0: Did you have any expectations of what it would be like before you went?
2: Not really. No. No. I kind of, I thought they had a lot more than what they did. Right. Like, talking to a lot of the kids, like, when they said about them growing up, like, they don't really have anything to go to. They had, like, the school, but they didn't have, like, you know, uni or many jobs on, like, the island and stuff. So that was kind of, like, a bit of a shock, because I didn't realise that
0: was that what surprised you the most that how little Yeah, they
2: it was yeah, it was pretty sad and then they spoke a lot about like um, suicide rates even and just how like kids grow up and they're just kind of they just feel like they have nothing to live for because like there's nothing on the island and if family doesn't have enough money for them to go over to like darwin and stuff and do further studies and yeah. they're kind of just stuck there right um, yeah
0: do you think that experience this is going to sound really over the top so i apologize <laughs> in advance but do you think that that experience has it changed you in any way
2: yeah 100 percent. how so like i just
0: 100 percent. that's yeah. everything <laughs> yeah I you're got not home the person I, that left
2: <laughs> yeah well i got home and like even mom said mom's like you're just so different and i it was just like different such how a shock. though Because you get home and you're like, wow, I have a car that I can drive in. I have, like, a shop just around the corner and I can just go there and buy food and, like, yeah. Right, so,
0: like, it's it's uh, gratitude or is it more than gratitude?
2: Yeah, I guess you could say it's, uh, yeah, just so different. And it makes you feel just so much more lucky that they obviously have, like, housing and stuff. But a lot of the kids just have, like, mattresses or rugs on the floor. Like, they don't have beds. They don't. And I became, like, pretty close with one of the girls there and they have one phone that they share between eight of them and she's one of the more like fortunate kids like she's going over to Darwin to do more studies so I still like talk to her through my phone like she still messages me and stuff like she would talk to me about like what do I have at home do I have pets do I have a tv do I have this do I have that and she was just like so amazed and she's like oh you're rich and I'm like "Mm, not really but like to them they were like so amazed by that
0: so you're singing today as part of the mass and this this is kind of this is like a retreat week yeah so the year
2: 12s just went on retreat so I graduated last year so they've been on retreat so
0: so and this is apparently this is where the whole idea of the Bathurst Island trip gets brought up for these guys this is the first time that they're going to hear about it do you remember being in their position hearing about this the first time was this the first time you'd heard about it
2: yeah, I think so. There was a lot of discussion about it, yeah. And then later on, if you were interested, we had more, like, meetings and stuff, and we had people who previously went, come in and, sp- like, spoke to us about it.
0: Okay. So are you going to talk to anyone about this today?
2: Yeah. i convince <laughs> them. I'll tell them to not go to school.
0: Is it something that, like... Because I know you're, you're saying that it was a huge, like, 100% life-changing experience. Do yeah. you hear that like echoed with others who've gone as well does everyone feel similar
2: yeah well uh, like the group that i went on the trip with like they all said it when we got back like a lot of us spoke and they were like you know it makes you so much more grateful for what you have
0: cool man thanks that's right (laughs) so that's about the first five minutes or so of that podcast if you like it uh you can jump on to uh listen to it on the podcast platform spotify uh apple SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, etc. We'll also put a link to it on our Facebook page, ArchD Radio. You can check it out there. Okay, we're going to feature another sample of one of the podcasts that we've been working on lately this was one that we did down at st mary's they did a whole series on the fact that the school was 150 years old they did this thing around 150 years of stories where they got a lot of old scholars in uh to talk about their experiences of being at the school and kind of what's happened to them since memories of being there uh here is the first five minutes or so of the uh episode three that we have put out recently check it out
3: hi hi Welcome to the School Life Podcast, Tate here with Kat, Zoe and James for episode 3 of the St Mary's 150 Years of Story series. We've got 5 more interviews today from 5 inspirational graduates and teachers of St Mary's College. Today we interview Michelle, Sophie, Bailey, Claire and Teresa. First to arrive today was Michelle. She was a teacher here until only last year and started in 1999, the same year as Miss Gambarotto from our previous episode.
1: There's a whole group of us who really? have been here forever. Who else? We're just like family. Like Susanne oh. Ziantara and oh, Peter yeah. Batty, although he's been here longer than me. Um, Christina Kilishiri. Oh, wow. um, there's heaps. Yeah.
0: Do you remember day one? Your first day.
1: Um, I what was do, your first day? What did you do on actually, your first day? Um, well, I dressed up in a lovely suit. Okay. <laughs> um, and do,
0: do you remember the suit? Like you remember the color and everything?
1: Yeah, it was like a um, maroon skirt suit. Right. Yeah, I was power dressing. <laughs> 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 no, and um, I was fairly shy. Like I'm. Well, I'm not shy, but I'm not good at. Um, creating conversations with new people. So I was sitting in the staff room, just minding my own business by myself, and Hannah McCarthy came over and she said, would you like to sit with me? And so we've been the best of friends ever since. Right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I I took over um, the u 6-7 class halfway through that year. And I took over from Kate O'Leary, who was a really popular teacher. It was a tough gig to fill her shoes um, coming halfway through the year because all the girls just loved her. And, um, yeah, I had to come in and replace her. Mm-hmm. Did you successfully fill her shoes? Eventually, yeah. <laughs> they um, The students challenged me to start with. We were
0: talking about this a little bit earlier. Early on this came up in conversation apparently around the school somewhere there's floating a stack of trophies <laughs> to do it you know what I'm about to ask you don't you yeah. to do with something called school aerobics oh, this is not something that these girls know what it is can you tell us a little bit about your school aerobics odyssey mm. and, <laughs> <laughs> and how St Mary's became a force to be reckoned with here
1: we, we totally were a force to be reckoned with um we just we made finals every year. We had you know six to eight teams every year. It took over my life. I was choreographing and doing costumes and hair and makeup and everything. Um, it was crazy. So school aerobics is um, basically teams of students <laughs> who jump around on the stage <laughs> with a bit of um, choreography and um, do amazing moves with their they're really strong and flexible and yeah but then it it, um turned into a dance competition as well so there was school aerobics and dance and um so it was a bit of a mixture
0: and if you had to describe school aerobics it's not like cheering cheerleading or anything like that we were watching a video beforehand and we're kind of watching it like what is this no no well we saw saint mary's and just and sorry it's at St Mary's 2017 national competition we're like oh, how what is this the, the students are competing sort of like somehow undercover no one knew yeah. but it was some school looked like it was over in the U.S. Oh, or something right. okay. but it looks like it's like a choreographed aerobics class is, is the best way is that is that how you describe it? it
1: is a choreographed aerobics class it's one minute and 50 seconds of full-on intense it's it's a massive workout but it looks really impressive because it's choreographed and the team is super fit um, flexible so they're doing fancy push-ups and split maneuvers and you know push-ups with their legs over their heads and big cossack jumps and it's amazing (laughs) yeah it's really cool and then you have got to have the facials as well so I used to get paid out all the time um, you know, put your stage face on and <laughs> do these massive big whoa, <laughs> and you do the high leg kicks and right um, yeah, have the facials happening.
0: But this now no longer happens. No, what what happened? What sad about that. <laughs> yeah. is, is it like an extinction story? Like how did the mm. how how did school aerobics die?
1: Well, no, I just. <laughs> I had a baby and went on maternity leave. <laughs> and
0: so you were the if driving force behind happen. it. And
1: Karen Vonderwall. So before I came to St. Mary's, I used to t- teach school aerobics at um, Lee and Linden Park and Marriottville. And so St. Mary's was always our nemesis. And um, I would see Karen out the back coaching her teams at the competitions and I'd just be in awe and because there was always a battle between my teams and St Mary's wow. and um, so and I'd kind of forgotten about that when I came for my interview here and so when I won the position it kind of clicked and I was like oh my goodness I get to work with Karen and so we became this really strong school yeah, yeah so wow. she's, she's amazing
0: So there it is, 150 Years of Stories, a podcast series uh, available on the School Life Podcast channel. You can check that out on uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, or there is a link to it on our ArchD Radio Facebook page. You can check it out there. This is a bit of a a podcast bonanza here tonight on uh, ArchD Radio. The podcast that we've been working on uh, outside of the radio show has been so much fun this year making these, it's been fantastic really taking a deep dive into kind of larger, deeper stories uh, that we just can't cover in a one-hour radio show, which has got like a lot of music in it. We can actually tell stories a lot deeper. So if that's the kind of thing you're interested in, you're really going to love the School Life podcasts. The next one that we're going to feature now, this was at Cardine College. They had a very interesting thing happen this year where their school uh, went from being... Oh, this is... Okay, I need to kind of explain this. So, like a charism. A charism is kind of a theme in a in a Catholic school, uh, the saint really the, um, whoever is kind of like the saint or sort of like a, a major game changer in history that the school has kind of like based its idea of its spirituality around, that's probably the best way to describe it um, they went from being a one charism school, which is kind of the norm your one charism school, Cardine College and it is the charism of Cardine, Joseph Cardine um, and they've merged with another school and as a result have also taken on their charism as well uh which is the charism of the marists another charism so um what this podcast series was about was it was about going sure that's a biggish change i guess in terms of kind of like the underlying spirituality of the school but how does that find its way through to the students who are just coming and going from the school on an everyday basis so we really wanted to touch on that It's a two part uh, two part two episode series of podcasts that we did through school life uh you can check them both out on the channel but this is the part of episode two where after a bit of time has passed and i've gone back there and talked to them again um found out from them whether or not there has been an impact and there has been a change um and this is where we jump in here we go
3: i feel like it came along because of the mara school that we have off campus and how this song was originally transported to here was because of that was their song
0: talk to me more about that the mara school off campus what's that
3: um it's marcellin? yeah marcellin.
0: oh right so the one kind of yeah. down the road yeah 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 um
3: also because cardine uh went to a Marist school uh i think it was this year it's changed quite a few things uh about it like for example we just had the assumption of mary mass and that was based heavily around like marist values and things like that um as marist is heavily based on mother mary and then Obviously, we have songs now, like the Subtuum, that have been introduced into our uh, like church celebrations and things like that, because we sing it every time we go to church now. We never did that before. And how is that? It's good. I really like the song. Yeah. I think it's cool. It's Latin, that's cool language, so mm. <laughs> Cause that's cool. I feel like it's like, better or like more interesting because normally at a mass you sit there and you just say you sound like a robot not to be like mean or anything you sit there and you sound like a robot because everybody's doing the same thing at the same time saying the same words Mm. and it sounds so boring but then you introduce this song and it's like oh wow we're praying but it's not like a traditional way of praying.
0: So, so okay, this is interesting. So, would I be making a big leap here if I said this subtuum has kind of, for a lot of you guys, almost kind of like it's a way in to this whole new Maris yeah, thing? Would yeah, that yeah. be right? Yeah. Well, it's uh, anthem for all Maris schools. So, every Maris school in the world sings this song, okay. which is then by Cardine. How does that feel, knowing that every other school school's doing it? It's kind of, like, exciting in a way, because you think wow we're part
2: of like a small community mm-hmm. but i guess we're all yeah. singing this song it's like a big community around the world
3: and because we are also singing it either next week or the week after that with sacred heart mm-hmm. so it's like really cool that we've brought two Marist schools together just for this one song Find it really fascinating. It's one of these first prayers that have ever been made, and because it's in Latin, it's one of the first prayers ever. And we're singing it. It's this massive tradition now in our school, and it's going to be for years. And other schools mm. are singing it with us. Like Callum said, like Sacred Heart yeah. sings it so every that. single time they win a, a game so of like yeah. soccer, and they full on like shout it, like yeah, that it cheer. It's who they are as a school. Yeah. It's really, really a big community. I remember when um, we were rehearsing the Sacred Heart, it just mm-hmm. it sounded so good because everyone was just singing mm-hmm. together yeah. and you know just giving it their all and it sounded amazing and just knowing that a school that some of us have never been to before, never seen anyone from that school, mm-hmm. that we can connect and make music on that day with that song, with people we've never met before, I think is really
0: cool. So coming up in a couple of weeks, you alluded to this um, Marist, Marist Music Festival, is that what it's called? As One yeah. Marist, because it says, in the, I said on the poster, a celebration of Marist music. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much the first song we're opening with, with Sacred Heart, is him mm. Did I say that? Sub- right? Sub- 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 to Sub- them. Them. Following on from what Star said with it sounding so amazing was we sang it in a way that was really more bigger than we've ever done it alone as Cardine. Mm-hmm. Powerful. It was really powerful, yeah. It was like the hit of a drum, like once you finished a song, it was just like that big final. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Hit yeah, of yeah, the- Yeah, we're singing a cappella track. as well.
1: Yeah. All right, so yeah, big sound, only yeah. voice.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I think yeah, we're singing Give Me Wings with Sacred yeah. Heart, which is another yeah. really cool song. Give Me Wings to Fly, like, You know like soaring with eagles or like an eagle and And things like that i think the song has good morals in terms of being like a mara school and just in terms of being a community of schools i suppose and like really joining together and singing it has a lot of depth to it it does sort of aspect of it. it has a lot of like clarity in the yeah. words to it and especially with all of the like different harmony parts it just mm. sounds so good like it's one of those songs when you sing it and you look to your friends and you're like and yeah like, we yeah. sound good yeah. like we yeah. sound good yeah. and then you get emotional because you're like I like remember I remember I have a very <laughs> distinct <laughs> so memory funny. of that day like we finished singing and Mr. Yeah. Gatchi was just kind of like wow <laughs> like yeah, right. yeah. and we we all knew we, sound, we sounded good, yeah. but it was To hear Mr. <laughs> yeah it was really know, powerful, was like, wow. and yeah. especially Mr. Gouchy, Like, yeah. you know, he's obviously got high expectations for us, yeah. and to hear him give us that kind of reassurance that yeah. we sound good and that we're doing good is is great. Especially because we want to impress Mr. Gouchy. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like, <laughs> high he Gouchy, Gouchy. like we'll he's, he's a big man, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, it was it was really cool, and I it was a really fun day actually. And going Um, off from that, also seeing how Mr. Gatsby reacted and said, "Hey, that actually kind of brought it to my eye." I was kind of like, "Yo, we did that, Mm. boom!" Like, thanks, Sacred Heart.
0: And there it is, a big chunk there of the episode two of Cardine College Change is the podcast series that's there. You can check them both out on the School Life Podcast channel. Uh, you can get them on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud. There's also a link to it on our HD Facebook page. You can check it out there. So the last one we're going to feature today comes from St. Aloysius College. Uh, we're going to jump in right as it starts. So it kind of is self-explanatory, but uh, check this out. This is from St. Aloysius College School Life Podcast.
3: Our jam group is is where students who are passionate about social justice come to be around other students who feel the same burn to make some sort of difference or feel like they can do something in this huge world where it kind of is really easy to feel like you can't.
0: Welcome to The School Life Podcast. James here with you, bringing you the first in a series of episodes about JAM, which stands for Justice and Mercy Group. To people outside of St. Aloysius College, it probably just sounds like a catchy acronym for a social justice initiative. But to students at the school, both past and present, it's something that for a lot of them, define what it is to be a student at SAC. So episode one, what is JAM? We heard just then from Claire Peterson. She's the current JAM coordinator at the school, but she and her assistant coordinator, Bridie, aren't school teachers or ESOs at the school. They're both recent old scholars of SAC who were passionate members of JAM for many years prior to their graduation. They are both uni students now, but seem as passionate about JAM now as they ever were. We'll hear more from Claire a little later in this episode. Okay, so I've been going to check out events that the JAM group students have been putting on at SAC for a few months now, and there's been a lot. International Women's Day, Earth Hour Day, World Water Day, Harmony Day, World Day Against Human Trafficking, Fair Trade Fortnight, and the JAM students were out in force around these. To get a sense of what Jam is, though, from the students' perspective, I had this conversation with Year 12 students Abby, Evelyn, Rebecca, Lauren, Ella and Kiara as they were getting the school courtyard ready just prior to their lunchtime event to mark Sorry Day at the end of May. Why is it only Year 12's doing this today? Because we're because important. Because free now. Okay. <laughs> no, there's no there's a free I have a free lesson, okay. So
4: about <laughs> <working> together. about <laughs> together.
0: What does that mean, grounded in truth?
4: I don't know, like, exposing the real things that happened and then acknowledging what happened and then accepting it.
0: So have you guys been doing this since Year 8?
4: Um, I only started doing jam in Year 11 because, I don't know, in Year 8 I thought it was too cool for it and then I realised that um, you can't be too cool. Jam is, like, really important.
0: And what was the turning moment for you then when you realised that it was cool to be in jam?
4: Oh, So it was Year 11. I actually remember it. It was, like... I don't know, I was like, just going on Instagram as you do as like a teenager. And then I came, I saw something, it was like about like climate change or like an issue. And I was like, this is important, we need to fix this. And then my friend, she's done jam like since she came to this school and she's would always like come back from like really happy and positive. And I was like, I want to feel like that too. And then yeah, I kind of like learned more about what they do and felt inspired and want to make a change.
0: This is going to sound like a really basic question, but what is jam to you?
4: it's a chance to actually like learn about issues and then get involved and then it's also
2: it's fun you get to do it with your friends especially this year when there's more and more people doing it than ever before Um, so is it really yeah definitely and it grows every year so more and more people so we've got like the biggest group so it's actually like making a change especially just in the school like it's not a big it's not a big change or anything but in our school and like the school's community like the mentality and the people that graduate and the people that remember those things
3: Um, I think that Gem's more about bringing inspiration to the masses, you know, because it's such a big movement. We have what? So we have 1300 students and in the first term we had 100 to about 130 kids that were showing up every week right so it's not just you know that usually when people think about issues it's only like a few people who are actually like passionate about it yeah you no know, there's only certain groups but when there's a whole community that's coming together to commit to it every week so it exposes you to issues that you wouldn't have thought that you were interested in in the first place so okay. going there and getting to be with your friends it means that a wider bunch of people are exposed to issues that are going on beyond their imagination
0: So if you say, like, essentially one-tenth of the school population is in the Justice and Mercy, like, Justice and Mercy must be a huge part of what the school is all about then. What do you think, Evelyn?
3: Um, I think it's really good that and not only just 130 students, mm. but 130 students from, like, Year 6 all the way up to Year 12 that mm. all get to work together and be passionate about the same issues and help spread awareness within the school community.
0: Yeah. What's it like with Year 12s and Year 6s working together on stuff? I mean, what, what's the dynamic of that like? Because that must be weird.
3: Yeah. I mean it's like
4: sisters. Yeah, yeah,
3: we're all just like sisters. It's, it's really like, interesting, yeah. isn't
4: it? It's really good getting to hear, like, different perspectives, like, the younger girls and what they're interested in compared to us and seeing like yeah yeah different opinions on different issues
0: So, yeah, that's the last uh, sample um, of the podcast that we've been working on. What do you think? Um, We're we're pretty proud of them here. We think um, they've come up really well and really has allowed us to kind of like go out on location and really tell these stories of actually what's going on in schools. Because, you know, like we named the podcast the School Life Podcast because the term school life can mean so many different things to so many different people. I mean, for school life, there might be, you know, things like, you know, what the students at St. Louisius do, getting involved in a like a justice and mercy group at the school. It could be uh, like a, a sport that you did or um, like theatre production you were involved in or just something that happened in the day-to-day life, you know, relationships with friends or school formal or something like that. School life can mean so many things. So, we're using this channel as an opportunity to really explore all of those different kinds of stories. Story. So it's really, really cool. So yeah, available through all the major plat- um, podcast platforms and also available as a link on our Facebook page, HD Radio. So you can check it out there. That's about time for tonight. It's been really fun bringing you all of these samples from the podcast that we've been working on here uh, at HD Radio. We are here every Wednesday night from nine, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Life for more of your music, and we will see you again in a few days. Bye now.
3: I've got to keep the call.